0: backslash ai prompt to get you started now good luck scooob believer To the Undiscovered Entrepreneur, the podcast where brand new entrepreneurs come to life and could quite possibly be discovered. Join me, DJ Scoob, and the rest of the Scoob believers as we help these new businesses become a reality. And now, away we go! now join dj scoob in the coaching of trevor tamian co-owner of Numospect, already in progress what's on your mind what i could do to help you along uh to get to the next level of what you want uh just want i want to help you out with what you're doing with Numospect or anything else that you're trying to accomplish so i just like to know what's kind of on your mind about things
1: oh man well if that's really the goal of this conversation that's recorded and i hope shows off
0: like your skills that's what we're going for right <laughs> Well, anything. It's not about me. It's, it's about you flex. at this point. So don't, don't worry right, about it. Right. But me. I
1: want to make sure I give you my biggest challenges so you can flex. <laughs> that's all. You know what I mean? That's like if you're if you're just doing it for fun, like I feel like you throw your friends T-balls because your friends almost never like volley back on heart issues or family, never volley back on heart. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're just oh, not yeah. going to get anything. But with your business friends, I feel like you get a chance to throw down a little. And if there's a chance, especially if you have confidence, I have a lot of confidence in you. And so like as long as we're going to definitely record it so that you can flex a little then I'll give you the hard stuff to flex on. So that did not come out exactly how I wanted it to, but you understand. <laughs> That's all right. You
0: understand. I get it.
1: Um so the conversation for anybody that didn't know there was a behind the scenes conversation that we just had and it really did help me focus on what will be my answer to that question. Um how do I go from having roughly like i do everything on monthly scale so from a sales perspective and from a just a general business model perspective i think in monthly subscriptions more than i think in any other value i also think in weekly and monthly but i tend to think in weekly and monthly amounts more than i think in a yearly span because of partly because my world, but partly because of who we're serving as creators, those people are looking for gig work, you know, that short term stuff where I can get involved without a long term commitment. And if I like it, I can stick with it. Like, that's kind of the model is like with a monthly, you can get involved and you can cancel, you not have to do it anytime, right? Um, So I think in monthly, I think in subscription kind of terms, I think in a lot of bundles of like, how can I take like one tenth of the different products I have or can offer, how can I leverage those together to maximize like the value for a consumer and also like get the right value for my services or for what we offer? That makes sense. Uh It's like, how can I leverage the entire organization to make every single product like as close to ideal in terms of its value standpoint for the business and for the consumer. So it feels 50-50 as much as it can. Because I think I think as, con- as a consumer, I often feel the other way, especially in the tech world. I feel like everybody's kind of like jerking me along. And I won't say any other cursy words, but I kind of feel like people get screwed in those industries. So I want to tip it so it feels, if somebody is a user on my platforms, I want them to feel... Like, it's a 50-50 relationship, you know? I didn't really plan on doing this as part of this video, but, like, <laughs> I want people to feel like it's a, a a balance where it's not that we are on even playing fields to fight, is that we're, like, on an even playing field, period. So, again, in terms of, like, that's why I bundle things a lot, I think, is because I sometimes, um, I get scared of hedging my bets on one part of it probably the truth of it is that I get a little worried about putting all my value eggs in one basket. So I try to spread them out. So I might need some help there to break those up and understand how to bust out services and products in a way that's not overwhelming. But I truly, I probably have like if somebody bought one of everything I could sell them right now, (laughs) probably um, three to 400 different products and services between my two companies that could be sellable products. And I would say on average, each of those is probably worth 15 to a hundred dollars a month, roughly, if you think in like per month terms. So anytime I think of a new offering, that's why I get, I think so overwhelmed, is when I think about how to like leverage everything that we built and everything we have access to, I get really overwhelmed (laughs) I want to really like maximize value for people. Um, and so then I get a little bit lost in the details when the truth is there's probably some really core services that we can provide. And then we can just have a list. That's kind of what I'm thinking, like a listing of other available services, but not overly focus on like the ancillary, um, like the add-ons, I guess you'd say like the value enhancers, the, um, but yeah, contextually that's a, like a lot of information all at once, but I have a lot of product ideas and they're all backed up mm-hmm. in pieces of paper and on documents and on Excel spreadsheets and some still in my brain, but I have products and services with good value for a consumer and for a business all over my world. And I have no idea how to like operational uh, operationalize those like that's in a nutshell. Kind of where I'm struggling is to take, what feels like a lot of dollars worth of product and start turning into actual dollars.
0: It's like, right. Right. Okay. All right. Is there anything else that you want to cover besides that? Man, if you have
1: that, you'd solve a lot of problems because I have good friends. I have a good network. um, I have a lot of really great support. uh, A lot of really smart people around me. So I feel like once we can start turning the dollar dial, like, I trust the people. So no, I mean, right now that's like the biggest thing. It's just crushing me because I can afford to have lawyers, which stresses me out. Like I worry about legal stuff a lot, but we, we, did I tell you who we're working with?
0: I think you might've, but remind me. Firemark. The dude who's on
1: everything for podcasting, you know, who I'm talking about, right? He's on everything. Mm Mm-hmm. He's yeah. going to do an exclusive attorney show with us. Wow. And Bree we're going to produce great. it and he's going to show up to it.
0: Huh. <laughs> Isn't is it do you like that? Yeah, that's amazing. That's going to be awesome. Him. Make sure you get me make- Let me know when it's around because I'd like to be a part of that. Well, you're
1: going to be like, that's the thing is like with with the conversation we're having is like you'll be in the conversation about how to help him, too. Because I would think that you're like what you bring to the table from a business standpoint and from a consulting standpoint to help someone like me, I think you'll bring to the table to help many people. So I think it's going to be a really, really important piece of what we can offer people is this. Like, even if it's not part of us, you know, it's just like, go pay Jesse all of it. (laughs) But just to be connected and to be friends with somebody that can help someone like you can, I feel like it's going to be super valuable to a guy like Gordon. Because, dude, he's like trying to level up. And his mm-hmm. next venture is video. And we just happened to talk to him on the right time in the right week. And I did my homework on him like I do. And we came in with an hour. We pitched him. Slam dunk. We just can't turn things into money, nice. man. We're so good at pitching. But we just can't turn things into money super well into cash. So the biggest challenge we have is liquid. We have a really great network. Okay. I mean, we have uh, our buying, like our network power, like from an influence standpoint is as strong as you, as a salesperson, I have the connections that you'll be really excited about. And you have the connections that I don't have that I'm excited about in between the two <laughs> of us. Plus Bree knows you know, some people in like Hollywood type of business, we have a lot of connections with resources and with industry connections. We just, we need to get it out the door.
0: You get to the next yeah, level. Man. You need you need to get over that hump.
1: Jump over the hump.
0: Yes, jump over the hump. Exactly. <sighs> Thanks
1: for letting me go like that.
0: I'm yours. Uh, that's okay. All right. So, a couple of things that that you kind of talked about that I really like. First of all, having the the mentality of a fifty fifty relationship is really awesome, and I I really like that. Thanks. a lot of people that run any kind of company it's not like that for them it's it's like it's all me all me maybe a little bit of of them but i like the fact that you're trying to keep everything together kind of on a level playing field not just for not just for the creator but for the consumer as well too so i really like that i think that. it's a good time to serve um, them yeah it is it's a perfect time to serve them right right now now's the time well anytime's now's the time but you know now's the time so Um, I really feel you have, you need to do some actual open beta research on your products. I mean, some serious beta research on products, reaching out to people to actually have them come in and test for real cheap first and skip their reactions of what they actually like and what products they actually like. Because you have so many products right now. If you got like three or 400 products in between the two companies that you're going to use, you're, you're never going to be able to put a, bu- a bundle together that oh, everybody's. Gonna yeah, like.
1: no, I'm thinking we would build it with like my list that exists already. This top them, like I would get everything out. So I don't feel like uh-huh. it's cause it's in my way, you know, to have it stuck in my head. Mm -hmm. But we would we're not even focused on that because I can build out the list as we go and just focus on those core products. Like you were saying, that's how I see it to start, because that seems to be what you're telling me anyways. Right. Is like, don't worry about the full list out of the gate. Just get those pillars moving.
0: Well, the pillars. Yes, that's for sure. But you still have all these other products that you're you're kind of attached to, even though there's so many of them. It just sounds like you're attached to every single one of them in one way, shape or form. Cause you're like, you're really excited about having three or 400 products. You just don't know what to oh, do Oh yeah. With them.
1: So part of the story with that is part of the, like the facilitation process of this, sorry, important gear is like having at least a few other consulting focused products for me. You'll understand this, like on the consulting end of things, I think that that's going to allow me to never need to rely, over-rely on NumoSpec to provide a hundred percent of what I need financially And I, and I feel like in order to keep that core where it can feel 50, 50, keeping the pressure off the company to feed me entirely is going to be a way to help keep that in a healthy relationship. Like that's truly the reason that I think I need to have, that I feel pressure to, I don't need to, but I feel pressure to offer consulting products is because I want to make sure that we can make money. I can make money from other sources but to your point, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty all in on Numospect. So, if we focus on three or four, and that's what you tell me to do, and you give me a, a road map for how we continue to address the rest of them, then I would be happy to follow your guidance that way. Because, I mean, the the trick, as you know, but it's like now is the time, and it's for you and me for the similar reasons. that ship is we're on the boat, and it's left it's left port. Yeah, man. Object, yeah. So, so. Um, um, yeah i i appreciate what you're saying with keeping it focused i 100 percent. so
0: when 100%. it comes to when it comes to these products and these pillars that you have how did you come up with these are these something that you said okay this is what it is or have you done any actual open research and saying these products will work um
1: in the sense that We've gotten some people who we didn't expect to be really interested in us. People who have a fair amount of influence in an industry like Gordon have been not just committal to us, but like he didn't really even hesitate. We spent an hour with him and we got him in the door of our creator lab. Now he's not paying us, but he got in the door. So from a concept perspective, you know what I'm saying? To answer your question from a concept perspective, oh, like very high buy-in as a concept. Like, so the products that we reduced so, down to, the products we reduced down to are the ones that seemed like this, like basically the, the most simplified version of everything. And so every, like our entire orbit revolves around two main products because it just simplifies the whole rest of the world. Is like, if it doesn't attach to one of those two items, then it basically doesn't belong on our spider web at the moment anywhere you know like even in the distant realms like it's got to be able you got to be able to connect it back to those two products and if we stay focused on those two products and build services that can plug into them i think that's good but they have to plug into those main two And because they've tested well <laughs> i guess like anecdotally right. tested well
0: so when you say tested well What, what, what does that mean? Can you explain that to me? We have
1: users in our creator lab and we haven't even advertised that it's just from like word of mouth and having meetings with people. And in terms of people who we've invited Mm -hmm. to the creator lab, we have a hundred percent plus usually people invite at least one person and as many as 10 to 15 people to the creator lab. So it's a small number to work with, but the numbers that we are working with are pretty positive. And I've also got the pitch down to where it's almost impossible to think it's a stupid idea.
0: <laughs> that's that's important.
1: <laughs> like, why wouldn't you want to get paid?
0: Right. The reason why I ask, I just want to make sure that you're actually testing, test marketing your target audience. You don't want to target just anybody or any creator, but you want to make sure this is your target audience that you're, that you're testing. Podcasters with. are our early target so, audience. So 100% yes. Okay. All right. Is there anybody else that, who else are you targeting? So
1: the podcast industry is our number one in terms of where we're the most set up. Like we could, we could real, that sounds bad, but we could accumulate podcaster friends in our network. I think with a sleepwalk because it's Mm -hmm. so like, I've built it so that it's almost impossible for a podcaster to say no to it. (laughs) It's like, we're going to get you ad revenue. We're going to pay you a base salary as long as as you submit something. And we're going to pay people to write comments on your stuff. So I, Okay. Well, that makes sense. So that,
0: that, that That's, a, that's an the easy The next one.
1: level beyond podcasters, um, it does definitely get a little more interesting there. And what we're finding is, if I tell you this, you have to cut this part out. So I shouldn't say it that way. What we're finding is... Got a clip? Okay,
0: go ahead. No, nah, you don't have to cut it.
1: <laughs> what we're finding is oh, like, okay. artists who are... Um, like entertainers, we're finding entertainers are really, really interested in what we're doing and the entertainers want the premium stuff. They don't want to be creator pluses. They want to be, they want to brand a channel or they want to be on a channel that has a brand and they want to be associated Mm -hmm. with that brand and make money while they're doing it. So, so structurally, I'm going to set it up so that if like gordon wants to sponsor a channel he'll have like the gordon firemark team and if gordon wants to collab with people to contribute to content on his exclusive pneumospect channel then he would be able to enroll them in the creator lab we would help develop and train them and he would lead them moment to moment to be kind of in the spirit of he want what he wants on the channel um so because that's kind of broad, I would say broadly speaking after podcasters, it's entertainers more broadly. So if you think of like what a podcaster like you and I aspire to be if everything went perfect in our podcast, that person is our next uh-huh. person, the person who has started to slip out or who was out before podcasting became popular. Like Tope has a good example of that. Um, the uh, you weren't you haven't been in the Creator lab, but we had some people that are running documentaries. And people who run documentaries and people who make independently created films are going to be hella interested in this because they're going to be able to premiere on a streaming network. And when you look for sponsors, that's going to be immediately credibility for them. And I think that those type of people are going to bring sponsors with them. So we're only going to be charging those people like the tiniest of commissions on any ads they bring with them. Like you're going to send your ad people through my system, but we're going to take like just a little thank you chunk out of it. So mm-hmm. podcasters who want ad revenue and want that start. And then entertainers who need the credibility that our platform could potentially offer, or like the validation that it could offer them. I have a blank going over to help.
0: That's okay. I got, I got people working on the building next door. So, you know, we're all going to have weird sounds happening. It's okay. Does that sort of, all right?
1: Does that sort of make sense on like, so the target is podcasters and entertainers.
0: Okay. So when you get to the entertainers, I mean, are we do are we sticking to a specific type of entertainer? Like, is it going to be music? Is it going to be filmmakers? Is it going to be? I'm I'm just thinking you could like niche that down a little bit and specifically uh, give packages to specific types of genres. So, like your entertainer or your, uh, your, like, uh, people that are doing independent movies can have like a certain set of package. Your podcasters obviously are going to have a certain kind of package that's going to serve them the best way. I, I don't think giving the same package to everybody is going to be beneficial enough for them they're not going to see it like the the person that's a podcaster is not going to want to have the same stuff as the independent movie maker you see what i'm saying they're going to want different things Mm -hmm. so having those different packages for the specific type of person would probably be beneficial i don't know if that's something you've already thought about or so i guess if you give
1: me a case study like, give me an example and I'll pretend I'm me and you pretend you are somebody who you don't think would fit just because I haven't done this. So this will be good for me. So, like, give okay, me so, be, be the biggest pain in the ass customer who's an entertainer or uh, whoever you have in mind.
0: OK, so let's say um first, let's say that I'm a I'm a podcaster. Let's 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 start with the easy one first. And just pretend I'm me. I mean, what would you, what would you, what packages would you have for me as far as a podcaster is concerned?
1: Um, I would definitely get you on the Creator Plus. Mm-hmm. And I would do that with like a $25 off. So it would end up costing you all of $15 bucks for the next month. And uh, how that works is I give you a discount code and then to hold your spot. Which I'm going to tell you. Oh, I've already got too complex, haven't
0: I? You're going to you're going into um, you're going into product, and you're going into benefits. I don't want product and benefits. I want how it's going to help me. What you're going to do is actually going to help me. You see what I'm yes. saying? I'm right. In. So I mean, when you when you I'll, I'll give a really simple example for you. When you buy a drill, you might have heard this already. When you buy a drill, are you actually buying a drill? No. You're buying the hole that drill makes. I haven't heard that. Right? You haven't heard that. Okay. So... That's the same kind of mentality you want to have when you're when you're at this particular point and giving packages and I'm trying to think of packages. Okay, I got it. Are you ready? You wanna talk about you wanna talk about the whole. You wanna talk about how it's gonna benefit me. Not so much as, you know, here here is how much it's gonna cost. Here is, you know, this kind of thing. Instead of saying, Hey, this is this way because this is gonna benefit you that way. Do you create content? Do I create content? Yeah, I'm doing it right now. I don't know. Do you get
1: paid (laughs) to create your content?
0: No, I do not. I would like to pay you to create create
1: content. And I
0: would also like to help you
1: develop as a content developer. So what I'm asking is that you would pay a little bit towards the development process. And what I give you in return is essentially a contract job to be a creator for my company.
0: See, that's a lot better. I like that a lot better.
1: And for the entertainer, it's a little different. For the entertainer it's i can offer you a place to premiere your independently created films or shows or shorts or animations in a live simulcast to many places but also behind a paywall and an exclusive channel that's meant for people like you
0: there you go so now that's those are both perfect pitches for both that yeah, i like that a lot that's a lot more that's a lot more geared towards the person that's actually looking at the product so now you have to, since you have a lot of different types of products, you got to figure out which couple products are going to be the pillars for that particular type of creator. So, like the the pillars are from the podcaster are going to be different from the pillars from the uh, the uh, independent movie maker or something like that. I'm I'm not wording that right. I know I'm not, but I think you get what I'm saying. You can't you can't just Cross promote the same thing to both jobs. Yeah, I, I hear what
1: you're saying. You can have the same same product, but you gotta be able to point out like why it's the highest value for each of those people.
0: Even if it's the same product, you gotta pitch it differently because it's gonna be different for each person. You can't say you can't tell um a uh a movie producer or animator or anything like that that yeah your affiliate links blah 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 that they're not going to understand that you need to be able to speak their language and what they're interested in like you and me can talk about podcasting all day because we know the language but but i don't know anything about movies or creation or anything like that because it's a different type of language that i'm that i'm not used to so being able to speak the same language as the person that you're talking to and that kind of thing
1: mm-hmm.
0: would be benef- would be beneficial for you. So, like, if Bree if has the movie creator background type, then she'd be the one to know what packages they're going to want. I'm just using that as an example. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I hear you. Sorry, I didn't realize I was out of the camera. I was taking notes.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. You take notes. I want you to take notes. If you're looking down, that's a good thing. I want that. That's fine. No, no comment, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. So, I mean, I when you're talking about the, yeah, there you go. See? Okay. So don't feel bad. I'm, I'm taking notes too. So. Nah, come on now. <laughs> so how does that, how does that sound? I mean, do you have any input on that?
1: All right. I'm going to try it again. Tell me how I do. So, okay. if you're a podcaster,
0: I'm just gonna give you the structure
1: for what I guess I would structure as knowing like based on what you told me is I should be structuring a conversation for podcasters that talks about like ad revenue, dollars for your time that you're putting in, searchability and collaboration opportunities because those are I feel like are okay. our keywords for podcasters. And then for mm-hmm. entertainers, it's about promotion, collaborations, glory and sponsors very good so like basically the podcaster is if it's not money it's searchability and for the entertainers if it's not money it's glory that's actually really simplified let's go with that yeah because everybody wants money that's pretty given right is there people that like would say no to money i think no right for the most part
0: I don't know. I don't know who would say no to money, but yeah. So I
1: feel know. like I should just take that off the list. Everybody wants money. That becomes kind of the punchline.
0: Right. Like I'm going <laughs> to pitch you on
1: everything about, except for the part where I pay you. I'm going to pitch you on the entire product and I'm going to be like, if you have any reservations, I'm going to send you money every month. Is that all right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> the, if they have questions for it, they'll ask, you know, they'll, but see, that, that's another thing, too. When you actually get them to start talking about money, that's when you know you're in a positive direction with them. Yeah, you're right.
1: And I'm bad at recognizing that because I'm so – I recognize it, and I'm so uncomfortable with money, and I'm trying really hard to talk about it more. But I'm so uncomfortable talking about it that I get very weird when people bring it up very well see
0: that's where i'll help you out yeah that's, that's a low
1: threshold because <laughs> i'm weird most of the time so if we're going outside of the norm, it can be a weird weird <laughs> <laughs> all right so for entertainers it would be the glory of the app and the streaming and for
0: the podcaster it'd be the searchability of the app and streaming <laughs> and there's other ways you can word that too but that's yeah. actually a really really good start now you know what i would even do with that is start mind mapping that specific thing
1: like from searchability like, like build another layer
0: yeah. yeah, like you know I would start out with the subject of um of search searchability and then like you can even like throw the thesaurus and find different ways to say that same thing mm-hmm. and just sound make it make it sound really pretty
1: mm hmm
0: and same thing with the with the animator animation or whatever the producer that way you know
1: at this point i spend yeah, so much time on linkedin that i feel like i probably know a lot of the right buzzwords to use and tags in the business world at least so but i also i know that like in other platforms you can look up like trending hashtags too to because trending hashtags in my head <laughs> this is really devious, but as a salesperson, I would probably, I'm really good at training sales, probably very bad at doing it though. But what I would suggest to salespeople is you ask a person first, what social media platform do you spend the most time on? And then from there, you base your pitch on what you just found out. Right. Because if they say YouTube, well, that's, that's super be- different than TikTok.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's just asking the right questions. That's really what that boils down to It's just asking the right questions. You know, especially when you start pitching, you know, the first thing you want to do is ask questions. You don't want to just go right into a pitch. You want to ask questions like that. You know, but, you know, other 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 questions besides, you know, what's your social media? You know, there's other questions to ask.
1: What favorite question do you have? Or will it, like, do you have any suggestions based on what we've talked about is like another like critical question that you would suggest asking.
0: Ask them what. Ask them what they think they're going to use it for. You know what I mean? Plant the idea of what they're going to actually use your product for. That way they, they start. This is going to sound car salesy, so I'm sorry. For but. Yeah, once they actually take mental ownership of the product, they're more apt to want to be part of the product. So if they start asking, you know, questions, you could ask them like if if you had this capability, what would you use it for? Then they'll tell you like, "Oh, I can do this. I could start, you know, a paywall like you have there or I can start doing this. Oh yeah, you have that too." You know, that kind of thing. Or, you know, I'll have somewhere where I can have an outlet of my my creativity and be able to get paid for. It. You know, ask them what they would actually use the product for and then tailor your pitch to that.
1: A non-salesperson, this sounds so simple, but so smart. Well,
0: it's sometimes the simple stuff is the smartest thing. Yeah. That would.
1: Uh, what would you, obviously you're not going to straight up ask it that way.
0: No, I mean, th- that's just, that's just a subject of, it depends on the situation who you're talking to and that kind of thing. You want to, you don't want to straight up say that, but I mean, that's a premise to, to lead into, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Okay. Duly noted.
0: Okay. So. Basically building, I think building bundles, that's all folks, building bundles that's going to tailor the specific person that you're talking to, whether it be a podcaster or a movie producer or whatever, it's going to be an artist of some kind, I think would be beneficial for you to, for them to make a, a good choice, to make a intelligent decision is what I actually call that.
1: Is that an acronym?
0: No, that is me saying you're dumb for not actually taking advantage of this deal. Yeah, and it's an intelligent decision because if you don't make this, if you don't make this oh, decision, dang, you're an idiot. Exactly. Oh right. man, you're playing on but,
1: daddy fears. That's <laughs> why don't you just tell him you can call me daddy and give me a hug, man. <laughs> <laughs> What, yeah. what is the secret to every consumer your dad didn't mean what he said to you <laughs> <laughs> and everybody in the room would be like "Oh, you know me so yeah. well <laughs> uh, I feel like that's so many people Taylor too and then it would be able to pull through here
0: Then, and, and just so y'all know that's n- not me trying to be sl- a slimy car salesman that's just, that's just wording Okay, just want to put that out there.
1: <laughs> well, you know, if the question is how to sell, then we, we talk about how to sell, right? Yeah. Like, if we were talking about, like, how to provide the best customer relations, that's probably not what you would be talking about. Different, You know what I mean? It's like a different different focus. So right. I feel like if people don't like that sales tactic, they should, by all means, tell us what their brilliant one is, Right.
0: Well, we'll definitely give people an op what we do is actually give an opportunity for people to tell us in in roundabout words their own way that they want to be talked to. That's why you ask questions up front so you get the idea of what they're actually looking for and the kind of language that they want to speak and what is their, you know, main goal at the end. I mean, I'm not gonna tell the same two people the same thing because they're different, you know, they're different people with different goals and different thoughts and, and feelings so you know you, you want to word things differently according to the people to the people and that's why you ask questions up front that's why you get to know them a little bit and get to know you know what they're going to use the product for and things like that that way you know how to speak to them
1: what would you imagine yourself using this product for
0: Is that a direct question or is that one of the questions you would write down?
1: It's one of the questions you just told me to ask.
0: Okay, I didn't know you were asking me directly, so I was just, I'm just i like, uh... I,
1: so you told me you're a podcaster, and I'm wondering, as a podcaster, would you find it beneficial if you could add to your SEO without necessarily adding much, if anything, to your workflow?
0: Yeah, if I don't have to add anything to workflow... That'd be, that would be awesome because I'm, I'm busy. I'm always, you know, editing and doing everything myself. So if I could do anything to, to increase my discoverability without any extra work, that, that would be great.
1: Cool. I think you'd like our product called creator plus. Why is that? Well, because as part of creator plus, you get time in our broadcast center and in that broadcast center, you can simulcast. Either a release of your latest episode or a live episode to many platforms simultaneously, including varieties of YouTube channels, both yours and your guests, if you have one. And by getting it on YouTube, you automatically index it in the second largest internet search database
0: available
1: called YouTube
0: Good. It's the answer to my question. Okay. So the, the only thing is, I, didn't ask you I, I need you to short, I need you to shorten that up just a smidge. It's too okay. much information uh, and too much information. And um, what what do I want to say here? Um, you, I think you could have just stopped at, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll put you, we can put you on just simplify it. I think is what I'm trying to say. So like everything here, so, it, I could you can do this, you can do this. Everything that you said just now, even if you got to play it back later, because I'm going to send this to you, right? Okay. Take that whole st- that paragraph that you said and condense it down to two, maybe three sentences, paragraph to sentences. Because you're going to get you're going to get to a point where you're going to lose me because you're ju- you're just giving me too much information at that once.
1: That is definitely Trevor's greatest weakness. So I would put you on our Creator Plus plan because I think it would be a way for you to have access to advertisers and make some money right out of the gate. And then if you love it,
0: then you can stick with us. How does that sound? I would, I would. That's good. I would still throw at least the YouTube thing in there because YouTube is something that that little thing where you said the second largest search engine. That's going to click because me being a uh, me being a podcaster, that's something that I know. That's language that I can understand you see what i'm saying some of that some of the language that you gave me in that spiel i was like what does that mean i mean how is that i don't understand what that means if you put it in language that i understand and terminology that i understand you're going to be more likely to keep my attention you see what i'm saying very much so
1: i got it down man I feel like I've made a ton of progress in a relatively short amount of time. Bree just reminded me I have to go to an interview, though, so I think I got a bail, but uh, I got it down to you're a podcaster. You're looking for more searchability and findability for your shows and for your guests and for your sponsors, and you're probably looking for a little bit of money, too. I can help you out with that because we stream straight to YouTube which is going to help your SEO in addition to give you developmental courses to help you grow your content and collaborate. how does that sound? Nope, too much, huh.
0: Okay, so instead of saying I say your say your new respect New respect can because you, you're personally not going to do it your yeah. new respect, right? Then at the end, instead of saying how does that sound, just say nothing. I love you. Thank you. It's cuz when you say how does that sound? That's a closing question and that's going to turn that's me right. off. Oh. So okay. instead of instead of saying how does that sound, just, just when you're nothing. finished, just say nothing. Say nothing. And that'll give them time to think about what you said and then respond to what you said. Yes sir. Instead of a hard close question, what do you think? Right.
1: Don't be antsy in your pantsy.
0: Don't be a car salesman. All
1: right, cool. Yeah.
0: Um, I would love. Um, so yeah, I would totally love the recording. Are you gonna post this? Am I gonna post it? I might. Feel um, free to use that. I, I mean, if you sure. want to send
1: me a release, I'm happy to sign it, and you can use it however you want because I really appreciate your help. And if you want to use it as content for any reason, I like I want to give you full empowerment on that because I
0: really appreciate your help, man. Well, you you saying that while I'm recording, that's good enough, which is fine. Yeah, I mean, um, please.
1: I mean, as long as you don't spend my words to make it sound like I'm a dirty, <laughs> cheat, lying son of a bitch, You know, nah. Please.
0: Yeah. Uh, no. Um. I'm thinking that I might if I oh boy if I'm allowed myself enough time and I could squeeze it in there on top of everything else I might make this the the other podcast on top of like I I podcast every other week right now so instead of I'd have like a regular interview then I'd have a coaching then a regular interview then a coaching then I have an episode once a week I like it I'm just throwing that out there, just to see. I'm still kind of working on because that's going to require me to do a little double the work right now. I mean, so, I don't know, I have to see. How that goes.
1: The other thing you can run it like us and just add it last, man. I know it's like not what podcasters want to hear, but if you're going to add video to it, it gives you a little bit of flexibility because people will come in addition to the audio. You'll also have the video as part of it. Just as a, as a consideration, is like if you can build it into your workflow in a way that doesn't like completely collapse it. Because obviously that's the issue, right? It's not that you don't want to, it's mm-hmm. just the time thing, so we just stopped yeah. editing. It's so bad, but we so, just stopped.
0: It's like when it comes to video, yeah, my editing is is pretty much nil. The only thing I yeah. would probably put in there as far as editing is an intro and an outro, and that's pretty much it. yeah if you look at the couple videos I do have up, there is almost no editing in it at all yeah so i would say like
1: again with my permission you can do what you want with it and that includes not editing because you know that i don't edit anything so or very little so i just want to give you the flexibility as a creator to be able to listen to it if that's what you do or whatever your process is like no i'm always on call if there's a way i can help or if you want to re-record something but i think you've provided a huge value to me today so i really appreciate that and i just want to make sure that you can harness what you did to help me today and double that, you know, <laughs> there you go. Um, I'm going to run sure, over anytime. to the other interview, but
0: thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You're very welcome. And if you have any questions, you know how to get a hold of me and uh, I'll send this to you as soon as I can. So you have it for your records and you could listen back to it a couple of ways in different ways and reflect off of it. Okay. Thanks Jesse. And then I'll, I would like to come back in about a month's time and do another one. Yeah, just to see you know, how you doing, okay?
1: Works for me, Jesse. I just want to call you Jesse right. again because you just you mean so much to Bree and I. Thank you for everything <laughs> you do, man. Sure, sure. I'm
0: glad I can help. All right, take care. Soon. Thank you for listening to the coaching edition of the Undiscovered Entrepreneur, brought to you by Doing It Today Coaching. If you want to get across the start line. Contact me, DJ Scoob, at doingittodaycoaching@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Say the words, do it now for a free two hour discovery call to see how I can help you in your entrepreneur adventure. Art and graphics by Elaine Wilson, audio video by Brian Briggs of Ocean Tree Creative, and hosted by me, DJ Scoob. <laughs> Supported by my Patreon, Brian Briggs. Click links in the show notes below for more information. And always remember, I can, I am, I will, and I'm doing it today. As a worker of two full-time jobs, running a podcast and coaching, every minute counts in my day-to-day. It's hard to be consistent in any of my social medias. And at this point, I cannot hire a social media manager. Pinnacle AI to the rescue! I've been using Pinnacle AI for a couple of weeks now and seen big improvements in my outreach and consistency in all my social medias. Do you want to save time and increase your productivity too? Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI for more information. Save yourself time and grow your brand. Try it now and see what it can do for you.